Hi there. <laughs> Jeez. I hate it when you make me wait. Hello. Oh. So Nicole and I are here. I'm Angie. I'm Nicole. And we have a friend in the studio with us for the apparently third, third time. time. Yes, third time's a charm. Nita Wilkinson is here. And you know, she is a marketing professional. She is well known in the community. Now she can say she's an author. Woo! I know, I hear all the clapping in the background. Yay! I, okay. You know, it, it's really cool. We're going to get to all about your book because mm-hmm. I'm very excited about what you're doing with this book. But I want to just say, how cool is the Holy Spirit? Amazing. Okay, so I'll give you my my pre and then you can talk about your thing. So my mom says to me the other day, mom's growing in the Lord. I love it. Oh. And mom says to me the other day, you know, I couldn't figure out how to do blah, blah, blah. And it was driving me crazy that I couldn't remember how to do it. But she said, I woke up this morning and I just like got the answer. Somebody's watching out for me because the answer just came to me. Oh, wow. And I said, mom, that's the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is designed to guide us and to talk to us and to give us that. And she was like, yes. And I said, now you're starting to get, you know, I said, this is what happens to me all the time. And Tom will tell you too. We just don't know what's what. We pray about it. And he gives us the answer. Like, that's how I do most of my things. So that was a really cool conversation. And then Saturday night, we had our night of worship and our community Thanksgiving service in one. And I was leading worship. And I had not taken time for God. And I felt so off. And I just prayed. I said, okay, I can't do this thing without you. I just can't. Right. Like, I I know I've been given a voice, but if I don't put that at the altar every single time, I can't do it. And sure enough, he just showed up. And I was so grateful. And even the next day when I had to preach, he just, I said, I was so like thankful because he did show up in my weakness. I was like, even when I suck, you are awesome. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you were saying you had a Holy Spirit moment last night too. Oh, well, you we were planning when to get together because schedules are sporadic. Mm-hmm. And you texted and you said, can you do, you know, this time, this date? I'm like, sure. And you're like, I have a guest. I'm like, okay, didn't phase me. Whatever, Angie and friends. Never phases you. It doesn't phase me. Angie and friends, I guess you can have more than just me. So it all, <laughs> it all worked out well. I, I'm not giving you any more friends because you keep stealing them. But anyway, we'll I'm, talk about that later. I'm not bitter. You're funny. I can name a good counselor for you. So there you go. <laughs> so anywho, so I'm at this concert last night and it's loud and fun and, you know, worshiping. And all of a sudden it's like, Bam! And all this confetti goes off. And I'm like, Brian, did you see that? Did you see that? He's like, yes, Nicole. I'm like, there's all that confetti. And I thought of Nita. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) the the, the friend who has confetti in her purse all the time because you have to be prepared. I mean, really? For a confetti emergency. Yes! (laughs) And they happen. Yes! And then when she rolled in this morning... And that's your friend. I'm like, I thought of you last night. Like that all the all the connection of confetti emergency and remembering back to the first time I met you and discipleship and just having a big, big, I can't think of the word, audacious heart. Is that does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, sure. You can say whatever you want. Okay. It's not <laughs> the first time you'd make words on a podcast. <laughs> that is true. But just like this, this joy that you just exuberate. That you do. And she so, is confetti yes. when she enters the room. Yes. And then I actually went and saw the you movie. You need a sweater 
with confetti on it. And I don't have one. Ooh. <laughs> Interesting. Mm. Interesting. But I went this weekend and saw the new Trolls movie, and there's Poppy. <laughs> have you seen any of the Trolls movies? No, I haven't. Well, I guess we're going to miss out on the whole conversation because we... All right, I've anyway. seen one of the Trolls things. Was she exciting? Was she? Yeah, was she's, she all, she's all about confetti and, you know, Poppy. all this. Uh, yes. Why don't they just name her Nita? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Can we yet. call you Poppy? <laughs> there you go. There, There is something there. So anyway, it just how the Holy Spirit worked. Just bless my heart, preparing me. For confetti this morning. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. Anyway. It's, that's very cool. I just it love was. the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. It is. You know, and we, we, we give a lot of attention to Jesus and we give a lot of attention to God and we forget to that the Holy Spirit really is the day-to-day. Right. I feel like it's he's the operations director to the CEO like and the CFO. I like that. <laughs> yes. Yes. To put that in business terms. I know, I'm processing. Yeah, I can tell the wheels are spinning. Hey, mm-hmm. I just wanted you to notice that there is a Keurig right behind you. And Mark asked me the other day why I moved a Keurig into the studio. And it was because, I said, he goes, well, did you do that for Pinkleton? I said, no, I did that for Nicole. <laughs> just Nicole, because we come in and have coffee. So Yay. you guys are welcome to put in, you know, a pod and have a freshly <gasps> brewed coffee. A Keurig that has pods for the podcast. <laughs> Sorry. It's a Keurig cast. Yes. Uh, you know, not, in, not in that the background, this... In the background, you're here. <laughs> not that this podcast is brought to you by Keurig. We always, we, you know, we always drop names. We always mean to. And we're like, not, you know, not pr- promoting this product, but, you know, this is what we used. Um, so we kind of have a problem. So anyway. <laughs> speaking of promoting. Speaking of promoting and the Holy Spirit. Yes. Tell us about your book, what it is, and how the Holy Spirit led you to do it. Well, it it actually started before COVID, and then COVID took it away a little bit because there was just so much else going on. But I have to say, as you're talking about the Holy Spirit, I felt nudgings clear back in May and June. I've been working on a different Bible study, and to finish this, and in my head, I'm like, there's no way I can finish this by Christmas, so why would I even work on it? I have this other thing I want to do. And in (laughs) September of all months, I very clearly heard God say, finish the book Mm. and get it out there. But I just want to tell you that I was not obedient all summer. And so now you would think that this would be a time of stress and, oh, I have to catch up because I wasn't obedient. God blessed me over and over and over again. When we suck, he's awesome. I know. (laughs) I mean, to the littlest detail of... I was looking for a scripture and he, when I opened the Bible, I mean, I knew what it was, but it would open to the scripture I was looking for. Not once, not twice, but over and over and over. And his blessings on this book were just amazing. I was not obedient until September and needed to come out in November, (laughs) but he, he gave me the words. I didn't, you know, I, and I, to be fair, I was in prayer probably as much as I was writing, because this is God's work. Mm -hmm. He used me as the tool to put this together. But he was so, he blessed me and he was so merciful in how he just forgot that I wasn't obedient and moved forward when I finally was. And um, I hope 
people like it. I, I feel good about it. I just want you to know that Mark Batterson self-published his first book. Did he? And then he became, you know, Mark Batterson. Yeah. And so, Nicole, take in this moment because we are <laughs> in the presence of future greatness. With the, She's going to be an author. She's going to be all over the place. And we're going to be buying her books and going to her seminars and <laughs> conferences. And We knew her when. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say because I know that God's working. I know it. Yeah. I just know it. Even I, I know it. So, yeah. yes, I'm in agreement. Would you sign my copy today, please? <laughs> yes. I, I will. She she had a, <laughs> she had an article published in Christian Today. Christian? Today's Christian Living. Today's I've had Christian a few, Living? yeah. I had her sign it, and I still have it at my house, no doubt, because she she's published, like, in an actual, like, big magazine. And I said, well... I know someday she's going to be, I want to be your marketing director, just saying, and I'll handle all the events that you And I'll follow create. you with confetti. And she'll, she'll be the confettiest. Actually, she'll be the one that sets up the green room exactly the way you want it with all the blue M&Ms and the whole bit. Yes. That's yes. The, that we, we've got it planned. Let's okay. get, let's get, um, let's get scheduling Where people some... need to buy my book first. <laughs> So tell us what the name of the book is. It's called There's No Christmas Without the Cross, Walking Through the Prophecies of the Old Testament Fulfilled in Jesus. So what I really need from you right now is for you to put this into 25 days for an advent so that I can have little children do an advent calendar with the prophecies. And actually, we're doing it on the air, too. Like, I do some of the prophecies, but I'd like to have more of the prophecies. There's actually 31. <gasps> there we go! Day one is day one, day 33, 31. Day 31. So we have to 31. start this, like, next week? It, start it starts, it, 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 well, I will tell you this. People it, are reading it, um, like straight starting. through because they like it. I've had several people reach out to me and say I couldn't put it down. It's supposed to be one reading a day. So I don't like care. December 1st to December 31st. Yes. You do have Christmas in there, right? Yes. Okay. The, the way that it works is we, we definitely start with the birth of Jesus, but actually on Christmas Eve, it's the resurrection. What? And victory. Victory, yes. How um, cool is that? And then the week, and then Christmas is kind of, it doesn't really have a prophecy. It's more um, a, just a day of praise. And then uh, the next week is, um, hopefully we'll prepare you for the new year so that you can go in with the mindset of who Jesus was and what he did for us um, throughout his life and what is continuing today through the Holy Spirit. Wow. So day 31 which would be, in essence, December 31st. Yeah, New Year's Eve. It's called Christmas all year long. So then you are prepared Yeah, for what God has for you for the upcoming year. That That's my goal. I see it. That's wow. very cool. So it's different. It's I um, did a, a lot, lot different. of research. I have not found any books. I've seen books that use the Old Testament, but nothing like this that takes an old prophet, an Old Testament prophecy, and then shows how it's fulfilled in the New Testament. And and there's, you know, more than that. The The book has, a, you can do as much or as little as you want with it. It has your typical devotion and a prayer. But then it has an opportunity to dig a little deeper. And I tried to teach more like the first day. I, I talk about what the scepter is and how it's important. Um, and then um, there's a question that you can take and dive deeper if you want. Or if you just want to do the devotion, that's available to you as well. It's a journal question. 
Yes. It means we have to respond in our notebooks. Yeah. Well, that's what I was hoping, you know, people would, that wanted to could think deeper. We are going to have an online Ooh. study of the book starting December 1st. Really? So. Really? Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Oh, we got to. Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to start that. a group called There's No Christmas Without the Cross. And anyone that wants to join, I'm, I'm not going to say you have to buy the book, but. It would be better if you had the book. Yeah, we got to be on the same page. Yeah, and it is on Kindle Unlimited. So if you have that, you can get it for free. This is brilliant. This resonates with my spirit. I'm looking at this one question on day seven. Oh, you're on the challenging for you to say, not my will, but yours, Lord. And do you struggle with the concept? It's not about me. Mm. Mm. Just, you know, just some thoughtful questions if you want to. Dig deeper. Dig deeper. I so it this. sounds like it's it will meet people where they are. Yes. I call it a devotional study because it's a little bit more than a devotion, but it's not really a Bible study, if that makes right. sense. Yeah. So I call it a, a devotional but study. I, I think that I think that we miss out if we just read, 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 and don't have questions to be asked along the way. Right. Which is why studies are so great. Right. But I think we need to be able to ask questions as we go along. Like Tom and I were listening to Bible on the audio Bible on the Uh way to work today. And we got to a specific scripture and I had to pause it. I'm like, that is a sermon right there. And then we just got into this really great discussion, but it brought up questions. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't ask the questions and dig deeper, you're missing out on beautiful things. Right. So I want to hear about the conception of, of this. You said in 2020, God... Yes. Well, it's it's kind of funny <laughs> and I'm very much a God thing. Um, I my husband got me a writing conference for Christmas. Oh. It was the it's the um, Asheville writing conference that they do at the Billy Graham at his place down yeah. in Asheville. And this was Nashville, not Nashville. I said, I said, I just I, wanted to clarify okay. for people who are listening. It's at the Cove. Yes. In Asheville. Asheville. Yeah. And um my son lived down in Asheville, so I was able to stay with him and, and go to the conference. And it was just a great gift. And mm-hmm. I absolutely enjoyed it. When I got there, I found out that we would all have the opportunity to meet with a publisher, but we had to have a concept. Well, I didn't have a concept because I didn't know we did that. <laughs> <laughs> so I went home that night and I, you know how I am about the Old Testament. I um, thought, you know what? I have never seen anything that takes the Old Testament for Christmas. So I dove in just a little bit, found out there was nothing and sat down and just came up with some prophecies in their fulfillment. And that's all I had to take <laughs> to the to the publisher. And the first lady, I everybody gets one. And so I um, went to the first one that I wanted. I got her and she said, you know, I just think this is a devotional. It's a lovely idea. I think if you did it as a, um, or as a blog, I think that's probably the best place for it. Well, I signed up for another lady because she had extra time. And I, I was thinking this was more learning how to talk to a publisher and what they're looking for. So I would be prepared next time I met with one and I met with her and she loved it and she loved it so much. She gave me an advent or a Lent idea that she said, I've had this for years and I think you're the person God wants to write it. And so I went home, I started writing this and then COVID happened like three weeks later, the world shut down and it just didn't, 
there wasn't time with everything because while I was working from home, that made my job harder. And so trying mm. to keep up with everything, I really didn't have time or the mental energy to do that. But I worked on it little by little by little. And it was just a devotional at that time. Then when God asked me to get it ready, he wanted me to rewrite it into this, what I call a devotional study. So I had to, had to do a lot of research, which he blessed me by leading me exactly where he needed me to go. And that's how we got here today. So it came from a, a conference that I had to have a concept for and I had none. And this oh, is wow. what I came up with. <laughs> now, can you go back to that publisher and see if they'll publish it? I can. Um, as I learned more, they really published only for churches, like mm. not for the general public. But it was encouraging. It was very encouraging. And she even told me to use her Lent idea, even if I didn't send it to her. So wow. that will probably be not 2024, but 2025, because I can't do another one really fast. I am clearly hearing God say, no, go back to your other thing. <laughs> oh, wow. So. Wow. And I love this idea of going to Asheville, because I got I got all kinds of family in Asheville. We should yeah. go to the next conference. Um, and so, okay, just letting people know. In case they're wondering, yes, you can go on Amazon and you can get this. You can. So make sure you get on Amazon and get this. It's not really huge. It's, it's 108 good. pages. It's a, see, there you go. And it's big font too. So I like that. I don't need my glasses for this one. Yeah. It's, um, I've had a couple of reviews talk about how they can just, you know, do it while they have their morning coffee and uh, then go about their day. Okay. So it's not, it's not time consuming. Now, again, I've, I have an aunt who, a great aunt, I think, who um, has read the whole book. It's not even December 1st yet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but we so, got to just see how, how it is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But I, I hope it blesses people that, and I really hope that it makes people see the value of the Old Testament and that Jesus is everywhere throughout the Bible. He's yes. not just in the New Testament. Yes. He is everywhere. God was speaking of him from the moment mankind fell. Mm -hmm. He was talking about Jesus. Mm -hmm. And of course, Jesus was there from the beginning. Yep. Yep. According to John, who was a, you know, pretty reliable source. Yeah. I would say. Don't you think? Yes, I do. She's still, she's still public. If Mark processing. wrote it, she wouldn't believe it. <laughs> No, this is the joke that Mark is. Mark got all of his information secondhand. Ah. So when we're doing the book of Mark as our Bible study right now, I'm like, okay, well, but he still got it secondhand. <laughs> I mean, I know he hung out with Peter for a long time, but it was still little secondhand. A little bit of hearsay. He didn't. Yes, it's all hearsay. He was not there. Come on, he but was she's not okay there. With Luke, <laughs> but Luke but was. Truth, but Luke studied. He was he like did. you. He did the he research, man. Researcher. He was well, truth is very truth. much. Truth is true. I didn't say it wasn't true. I know. I'm and just I didn't saying, say I didn't believe him. You're I'm stuck just saying on that. Sometimes he may have gotten the information just a little askew because he was given it secondhand. Hmm. <laughs> Matthew, however, was in the room. John was in the room. Yes. Luke did his research not too long after being in the room right. and he talked to the people who did it. Okay. So that would be the argument for Mark too, because Peter was in the room, <laughs> right? Okay. 
I'm not saying Mark is wrong. She just, just always cracks me up. I just <laughs> always have to second guess and say, Mark, did you get this right? I feel like did you're you arguing with yourself or debating with yourself. <laughs> I totally am. Okay. I do that welcome all the time. To, welcome to my world. Hey, and I think it's healthy because I at least have somebody to talk to. That's right. Oh, my stars. I'm never alone. I'm talking to the Holy Spirit. There we go. There we He'll go. answer me. <laughs> it's time for a coffee refill. We got time for a coffee refill? Sure. Because I need one. Okay. Well, I hope everybody took a minute to get their coffee refreshed. I feel much better now. <laughs> I heard the calmness in your voice. I, Thank you. You know, <laughs> it's so funny because Tom said to me the other day, he goes, you've had some coffee today, haven't you? And I said, well, yes, but why? And he goes, because your eyes are very big and you're really on the move. He doesn't understand that when I'm on something, like yeah. I'm doing something and I'm focused and I got to get things done. That's how I work. That's what we call for me, mommy go mode. It's a mommy go mode. Yes. Bam. He doesn't, except I'm not in mommy mode. I'm in whatever else I'm mode. You're just I'm in, in Angie mode. Angie mode. Uh, but yeah, he doesn't get it. And I was like, no, this is not a coffee thing. I know when I've had too much caffeine. This is not it. <laughs> so, so going anyway. going back to go mode, God put you in go mode to get this going. Yeah. Right? He, he really did. He really did. And you know it's God when it just comes to you yes. and you just write it down. You're yes. basically a vessel. And so I, I sometimes hear you telling me, you, you know, there's problems, blah, blah, blah. You didn't like this or you didn't like that. But it's not, it's out of your hands. Yeah. If you are the vessel, it's out of your hands. It is. And I can tell you when I tried to do it on my own, it did not work. I mean, it just didn't work. Nothing that I tried to do on my own is in this because it wasn't just God's work. words. Right. That's right. what happens to me when I sing. I really stink. <laughs> I can't imagine that, but but no, I, mean, I do but, understand the concept. <laughs> but I, I've gotten to that place now where worship is my connection to God. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that's all about going back to your giftings. Did we talk about that? Did we talk about, <laughs> Nicole, we talk giftings? about all kinds I know, of stuff. I never I know remember. what we're talking about. But, you know, there is something, and I pray for family and friends all the time, that they would step into the giftings God has given them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you probably have always had, you've been like the rare bird that has always wanted to write. This was something since you became a Christian, this is what you wanted to do. Right. Oh, since I was 12 years old, I wanted to write a book about Jesus. There, see? And so, and so she's, she knew that gifting and now she's fine. How long did it take you to finally step into it? I hear that from Mark Batterson too. He said, I sat there for 13 years and didn't write a book. (laughs) Way more than 13. (laughs) More than double 13. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You're not that old. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> this isn't an age thing. This is an obedience thing. Yes, it, it is. is. Absolutely an obedience it thing. And it's it's like so many things in my life operate that way. I don't care what people do as long as they're being obedient. Right. Or, same yeah. with me. Obedience is the best thing. Tom sits there and picks himself apart about how he drummed during the worship service. And I said, were you obedient to God? Because, you know. Right. You did you did well by him. And right. I thought he did great, but he's just picking himself apart. And we do that to ourselves. We pick ourselves apart. I had a um a pastor give a a sh- sermon to a bunch of kids. And at the end of it, he said, "Oh, I probably, you know, blah 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 out loud to the kids. I probably just messed all that up. You probably didn't follow any of that." And I said, I was walking, I happened to be walking towards him to go back up on stage, and he goes, I said, "Stop that right now." Because that sermon was awesome. Don't let the enemy tell you any differently. 
so often we listen to those voices in our heads that say, you can't do this, blah, blah, blah. And he, he afterwards, he said to me, thank you for saying that. He goes, I sit there right. and I, I second guess myself. I said, I do it all the time too. Mm-hmm. But that's the enemy trying to discourage you and what you just did. I went out to Calvary and did their Veterans Day thing and spoke and the guy was recording. I didn't know he was recording. And he said, oh, by the way, I got it recorded. I should be able to give it to you. And I said, well, that's funny because it never gets recorded. And he goes, what do you mean? And I said, every time I do a recording at church and when I'm when I'm preaching or whatever, something always goes wrong and I don't get the recording. I said, maybe this will be that one. And sure enough, wouldn't you know, he had problems with the audio and it didn't record. <laughs> Really? And he go, he felt so bad. He was so apologetic. And I said, I just started laughing. I said, it's okay. Because I'm recorded every single day on the radio. <laughs> I don't need one little talk. talk. But anyway, and I, I started second guessing myself afterwards. Um, but Jazz actually came up to me and, and said, that was really good. And the kids needed to hear that. And I that was encouraging. And the kids actually came up and started talking to me too. So I was really thankful for that. But back to the giftings. You knew and you were finally obedient. What keeps us from being obedient to what God has called us to do? Well, for me, there are several things. I, I mean, I think part of it was what you talked about. I didn't feel worthy. Who am I mm. to write a book? Who am I? Who's going to listen to me, right? right. That's what, what I say all the time. What words could I possibly say that haven't been said? Right. I'm not, a, I'm not an important person in the scheme of things. So why, why should I write a book? And I will tell you that when when I said I would do this, I just I said, God, you've got at least one person you want to read this book, so make sure they get it, and I'll it's leave me. that up to you. <laughs> and your aunt, that's <laughs> too. Yeah. Well, well, actually, it, it, more than that. But but I know that you know I had to learn that. But in the process of becoming a writer, I thought I wanted to be a. Um, more of a Lisa Turkhurst style writer, mm. which is not what God intended for me at all. No. But when he started to show me, he wanted me to write more of studies. It made me laugh because who am I to write a study of any kind? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't go to Bible college. I study the Bible all the time, but who You're am I? You're the most I? study person I know when it comes to the Bible. Well, but he had to She has a whole cart th- of Bibles to study. And reference guides. I feel like it's important to <laughs> a whole I, I cart. Have, I love it. I have oh you know, more more than the cart. The cart are just the ones I use all the time. So but <laughs> that's so true. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> but you know, just learning and um and there just was a point where God said, No, you need to write studies. And it changed my blog. It's changed my podcast that will actually be coming out with this book. It's changed everything because now it's more from the passion he gave me is to um, encourage people to read the whole Bible and to delight in the Bible because we think it's boring and we do it dutifully, but there's so much more to it than that. When you ask God to let you delight in his word, you will be blessed tenfold what you're asking for. And I want other people um, to have that and to, to wake up in the morning and be like, I can't wait to read God's word. I can't wait to see what he's going to show me today. And to read it in your bio. 
Mm, no, I do call myself a joyologist in my bio. <laughs> that's good. Yay! No, but that's truly that's what you say all the time. That needs to. That's who you are. That's it's, it goes that's along what with he's the put confetti. On my heart. Yeah, it's the confetti girl. You want people to have confetti relationship with the Bible. Exactly. I never thought of it like that. <laughs> that's but your next true. book. But it's your just, next book. Well, confetti relationship in the Bible. My oh. ne- my next one is on Psalm one nineteen. <laughs> Okay, so we'll let you do that for your third book. I'll let you have that title. I think you could put the confetti in with Psalm 119, though, because that's all about God's word. There you go. So, confetti I don't know, you Psalm might have nine, given me a title. <laughs> yeah. You heard it here, folks, first. <laughs> right here. It's been taped. I'm going to let her have it, just because I love her. Okay, so, yeah, I love the idea of um, that, that that is your heart. And that's what you do. You know, I, I feel that way about worship. Mm-hmm. I want to help people to get into that space yeah. where they they feel his presence in the room. And it's not about how well I sing or what I'm singing. It's about creating an atmosphere where they go, where they can relax and just feel his presence. Mm-hmm. Because I know once I sing, I have his presence because that's part of the gifting. Right. And then God always gives me a prophetic word when I'm doing that. Which is really crazy because prophetic worship was spoken over me. He told me this years ago when it wasn't even a thing yet. And I asked somebody who was running a seminar I was at, what does that mean? And they were like, I don't know. And now their church like is all about prophetic worship. So it's just weird. It, it, you know, it was spoken and mm-hmm. I'm still trying to understand exactly what that looks like. But I was told years ago, I was on a worship team as a singer. And I was told when I said I wanted to be a worship leader that I could not do it. Ooh. for a variety of reasons and obviously this person was wrong you know because you know it was god's calling not this right. other person's but also it goes along with being a pastor people are like you can't be a pastor because you're a woman and i go okay well you can believe what you want but god put me in this position right i did not seek after it whatsoever so when god puts you into the place where you're gifted it, it just flows so we were talking about how you write the book and I can sit down and write, but sometimes I feel like I just need to talk it. Mm-hmm. I think about Brant Hansen. Yeah. He's a radio personality too. And he can just talk that book because his book reads like he talks. Right. So he probably did talk into his software and just say, this is what it's about. Right. And I'm thinking, that's where my gifting is, is talking. Right. So maybe I should write my book that way. It would make a lot more sense mm-hmm. because I can open up a scripture and be able to preach on it. I think it is. That's exactly what you need to do. And I even had a lady, one of my beta readers reached out to me and she said, what I love most about your book is it sounds just like you. Yes, exactly. We were taught when we were in school that you had to have a, a yeah. certain way to write. Yeah. But then I read Brighton Hansen's book mm-hmm. of unoffendable mm-hmm. and he writes like he talks that's why his audiobook is so enjoyable mm-hmm. because he reads it he reads it and then like, he adds to it of right. course because he's a personality and he's got a new book out by the way oh, love it i can't wait to read it but anyway i'll find out the title for you nicole she's still processing over there i am i am still processing so much because i just love how the lord works and as i'm with sisters in christ how God just continues to grow and move and 
all the things. Yeah. When yeah. you let him and obey him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's the part. Yeah. Yeah. But earlier you said sometimes, <clears throat> Angie, that I talk too much and I'm like, well, then I'll just sit on the podcast and not talk and see how well that no, works. No, not too much. Oh. I said, I, that was Did when. Did I misquote you? No. Okay. So that, it's out of context. You don't talk too much. <laughs> the point we were talking about was oh. we were going to go to the Abbey, which is oh. a silent retreat. And, and I said, I I said you go. could use not talking for four days. That's what I'm saying, because it makes your brain slow down to where you can get in God's presence because you're not blah, 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 blah all the time. It's Listen, this is a person who talks for a living. I need it, too. <laughs> and then you just relax and let God speak to your heart. And then at the end of the four days, well, we walk, we talk every evening. We compare notes in the evening. Uh, so let's do an Angie and Friends in the Podcast retreat. Let's go to the Abbey together. Anybody want to go? Raise your hand. I'm hearing the sound of music songs the playing in my head. Are alive. Oh, not that one. Well, it's and I'm right one. here in the Abbey. Yeah. Oh, huh? I don't know. I'm processing. How do you solve a problem with Maria? <laughs> that one's in the Abbey. All yes. right, Brain Hansen's new book, Life is Hard, God is Good, Let's Dance. Is that just not oh like Oh my Brian gosh, Hansen? that's like, seriously, all of this is, you know, here you are, joy, confetti, dance, the concert went to last night, you know, Toby Max, like, dance out of here. We don't celebrate enough. We don't. It's like, people see Christianity as doom and gloom. You can't do this. You can't do this. You can't. No, it's not what you can't. You can choose to do whatever the heck you want to do. Why would you choose something that's down or depressing or it, I mean, that's complex concepts. I get it. It's not as simple as bottom line. It's just life's hard enough. Why not walk with it with the Lord in freedom daily, sometimes minute by minute, moment by moment, week by week, month by month. I, I don't know. Yeah. We I'm absolutely right need, you. we need more confetti moments with God. Yes. We do. But because we have is. to be ready. And I don't think people I don't think people know how to do that. I don't think people know how to I think it's because of their perception of God. Because we don't think of God as confetti moments. But, you know, we're thinking about Thanksgiving, this time of the year. And we are thanking God for things that we've been given. But think about all the things we haven't even seen yet that oh, he yeah. wants to bless us with. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Those are the confetti moments right there. Yeah. And if we can believe that God is willing and wants to shower us with beautiful blessings, then we can celebrate now because mm -hmm. we know it's coming. Yep. I was reminded today, I really needed to hear this. Sometimes I get artists that are on my heart and I listen to them and I'm like, man, they need Jesus so badly. And I, and these are non-Christian artists, right? So a couple of them came to mind and they were just really heavy on my heart. And I, so I prayed for them. And I said, you know, Jesus even thanked God and said, I have not lost one that you've given me except for the son of perdition, right? That was Judas. And I believe that's true now, yeah. that he's not going to let one fall away because he's the shepherd. And so then I started thinking about these artists that I was thinking about. And I was thinking about my kids and I'm thinking about my family members, all the ones, but, but still, my heart cry is that they would learn to love the Lord now and be able to live in that and mm -hmm. have that joy before they go. Why didn't anybody tell me this about, tell me about this earlier? I know. 
That's exact. You're exactly right. And people need Jesus now more than ever. There is so much brokenness in the world. Oh yeah. They, they are searching and seeking, and they want something, and they're finding it in all the wrong things. And we're very spoiled in the mm. United States. Mm-hmm. We're very blessed, and sometimes we feel like we really don't go to God until something yeah, till everything pulls else, us there. Everything else doesn't work. But when you look at people in the Middle East and when you look at the people that are hungry in Africa, they just praise him because he's God. Right. And they are so thankful. And they ate today. Yeah. Yeah, that's really and, the and bottom we, line. We are so spoiled that we don't always, I mean, that is something I fight daily and, and um, have, it, it's been a growth process for me to talk to him throughout the day. Because, you know, there was a time where I would say my morning prayer when I did my Bible study and I would say my nighttime prayer and pray over my meals and nothing in between. But, you know, now he has blessed me with opportunities to see someone on the street and maybe they're happy, you know, a young family laughing and walking down the street and just saying, thank you God for that family and their happiness. And I pray that they know you. And if they don't put someone in before them and there is so much joy in that Mm -hmm. in praying over people you don't know. And I always wonder when I do that, well, I get to meet them in heaven. Well, I get to hear their story in heaven about how they came to Jesus and see my little tiny prayer Mm, sprout a little bit. You know what I mean? That little seed. I hope so. Yeah. That's a cool vision. Yeah, absolutely. Because no prayer goes, falls to the ground. Nope. God hears them. They all go up as incense before his throne. That's what they say. Wow. And when we don't know what to say, the Holy Spirit groans for us. And that is something that is such an encouragement to me when I don't have words and I am just on my knees crying. The Holy Spirit is groaning on my behalf. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's that's a great place to stop, I think. I'm excited to get into this. I am too. Very much I'm going to so. probably read it before December 1st. <laughs> well, well read it and then read it again. <laughs> yes. With other people, hopefully. Hopefully we'll have a nice size group on the um, online study that... That will be engaged and share their thoughts. Yeah, I really want to get in on that with you um, and when, get others in on there. When does that go live? Um, I am working on the videos right now, and I those will drop about 6 o'clock every morning. So people will have them available if they do their morning So it's basically time. a group that we can chat, we can chime yeah. in on the videos. You can, oh, so if you watch nice. it at 6 o'clock in the morning, you can put your thoughts in, and then that evening check and see what other people thought and if anyone responded to you. So it's nice. not something we'll all do at the same time. Okay. It's something that... I actually stole this from Proverbs 31 Ministries. They're all constantly doing these. And um, I loved the idea. So I figured they got it from somewhere. And the internet is, you know, open to all of us. That's true. (laughs) So the book is called There's No Christmas Without the Cross. Nita Wilkinson, go to Amazon and grab it. You know, they have to, to do the study. And then jump on. How do we find you on Facebook? Um, It is in Do you have a, like, the author kind of a page yet it's it's my in the whisper page it's called in the it would be in the dot whisper on facebook and on instagram in the dot yeah whisper yes because you had to change it up i suppose they did that to me i didn't (laughs) (laughs) that's the name they get facebook i think facebook is in the dot whisper one and instagram is in the dot whisper okay 
So there you go. Let's let's all read it. Shall Sounds we? good. I hope you do, and I hope it blesses everyone that they sure it will. that they find the beauty and the joy of the Old Testament in Jesus's life. I don't have any doubt because it was obviously Holy Spirit written. So I don't have any doubt that it'll be a blessing. I hope so. So we just need to get it in lots of hands. Yeah. And it's it's a very small book, so we can do this. And I am thankful, being the week of Thanksgiving, that I am aware of this beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yes, true. To be able to do this during... Yes. So, Nita, Jesus thank you so months. much. Thanks for having me. It's been wonderful to uh, to dive into it and get... I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but this is good. This is really good because I've gotten a little bit more information, and now I'm very, very excited. I was excited before, but now very, very excited. So, we're going to say goodbye. So, say goodbye, Nita. Goodbye. 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 <laughs> See ya. The Rise of Hemp Podcast Network.